Welcome back to Just Roll With It, the bi-weekly actual play podcast where we check out games we haven't had a chance to play yet. This episode is the start of our Briar and Bramble arc featuring returning guest Rose Artemis. In this episode, Peter will be walking the three of us through our character and community creation. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to yet another arc of Just Roll With It. This time we're going to be playing Briar and Bramble, and we've brought back one of our first guests, Rose. It's me. It's Rose. It is. I'm back. Back again. You are now our second repeat guest. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Rose, why don't you take a second to uh, introduce yourself to the people who might not uh, might not know you, might not have listened to us play Big Gay Road Trip, and are just hearing about you for the first time. Hello, I'm Rose. Uh, I live in the UK, and I am a, a Twitch live streamer and also a TTRPG designer. Uh, I made the game Big Gay Road Trip, which has been played on this podcast before, and I have vague plans for multiple other games, none of which have seen the light of day yet. Oh, man. Uh, I definitely want to write more games in the future. So that is a mood. Will they also be big and gay? Uh, they will probably be gay. I, I could do a big gay series, I guess. <laughs> I haven't really considered that before. I am here for Big Gay, the franchise. <laughs> yes, yeah, Big Gay cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I might write that down. Uh, big gay camping trip. <laughs> Big gay theme park. Oh, I could do a spooky kind of big gay camp out type thing. Ooh, yes. Ooh. As long as there are cryptids involved. The big gay murder mystery? Yes. Of course. Look, one of my when I played uh, Big Gay Road Trip another time, one of my friends played basically Mothman, so um, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, praise be to the Mothman. <laughs> yeah. All things are possible through Mothman, I hear. Yeah, (laughs) cryptids are never ruled out in big gay games. Goddamn right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mothman believes in you and your gender and sexual identification. Hell yeah. Peter did that for our Behind the Magic arc. (laughs) For anyone who has not heard that one yet, yes, that's that's a chat to look forward to, is Peter's Mothman voice the whole way through. (laughs) (laughs) Not the whole way through. I also do a wonderful Zulius, and I, I... do a, a villain voice as well in that, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Since we're going to be playing Briar and a Bramble, a, a game about um, cute woodland creatures doing cu- cute woodland things, what are y'all's favorite animals? Do you want to go first, Rose? No. As the guest of honor? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gosh, I swear every tabletop RPG is just pulling teeth to get someone to go first. Yep. My my favorite animal is actually the wolverine. Um, not because of the comic book character, actually. It's because the Latin name for the wolverine is Gulo Gulo, which is just gluttonous glutton. Because the scientists were like, holy hell, this animal just eats. It kills animals and eats them beyond what it like, needs to eat for fun. It's a gluttonous glutton of an animal. I can respect that. Also, much like the superhero, if you um, try to kill a wolverine, it just bounces back. It's terrifying. <laughs> oh, so that name it means more to wolverine than just the claws. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, wolverines are terrifying creatures. I, I believe that. <laughs> and their scientific name is Gulo Gulo. Amazing. I think there might actually be a third Gulo. Oh my god. See, the problem with trying to figure out my favorite animal is that I can't remember all the animals. So what if I'm missing one? And that one's actually my favorite. If it's actually <laughs> your favorite, then you wouldn't have missed it. Uh, you underestimate how fucking empty my brain is. <laughs> my problem is just that I like all the animals. So. <laughs> the thing that is coming to mind is a whale shark. Because they are whale. They are shark. They are gigantic, and they're amazing and adorable. They just swim through the ocean and consume, and everything is terrified of them. 
even though there's no right for them to be terrified of them. Including me. So I checked, and the Eurasian Wolverine's Latin name is Gulo Gulo Gulo. Of course. Incredible. That's my uh, that's my favorite for right now, and I'm sticking to it for the next 30 seconds. I, I, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't go with the Blue Ring Octopus, but the Whale nope. Shark is an interesting choice. <laughs> I am a connoisseur of marine animals, and today it is the Whale Shark. Fair enough, fair enough. I, yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite animal. Or, like, I can't nail down which one's my favorite, I guess. Because I think a lot of them are cute, much like Kelsey. Uh, As in, like, Kelsey also thinks they're cute, or you're saying that Kelsey is cute like all other animals? Uh, I mean, little column A, little column B, I guess. All right, fair enough. <laughs> the answer to that question is just yeah. yes. Kelsey is pretty fucking adorable, it's true. Uh-huh. Alright, um, for the next five minutes, we're just going to compliment Kelsey. I didn't realize this is a pranked podcast, but now. <laughs> oh no! He's going to go down the line. It'll be great. Oh no. The worst day of your life, your friends are complimenting you to your face. I mean, I I am not the, like I'm not the worst with compliments. Y'all are arguably worse than me. But I don't know if I can take five minutes of it straight without just uh, becoming a blushing, stuttering mess. Don't worry, there's nothing straight about this. <laughs> Hell yeah. It is Pride Month, Pride Month. Hey. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Now we know and we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so Rose, let's say you're watching Animal Planet, like the planet Earth. What, what animal just stands out to you? What, what animal is your like I'm going to watch this section of planet Earth. I just watched the whole episode. You know, you have, you have five minutes. Uh, I'd sit there for five minutes and then don't watch anything because analysis paralysis is too strong. <laughs> Foiled. <laughs> That's my answer and I'm sticking to it. If I have to choose one answer, probably bats, because they're pretty cute. Bats are pretty cute. Bats are if, adorable. If I can go for extinct animals, then it's probably some sort of dinosaur. I think they count. I, I mean, they incidentally, count. Batman is both a bat and a dinosaur, so. Is it because he's so old, or because yes. he was inhabited a dinosaur? No, that's, a, that's an alternate universe, Batman. I'm just saying he's old. Fair. All right, Kelsey, that leaves you. Oh, no. <laughs> um, gosh, I love all the animals. Yeah, but, like, you can only love one more than all the rest. This is it. This is the podcast now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Torturing Kelsey, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh I'm torn between saying a cat or a giraffe see cat was going to be my other option uh, aside from bat so mm-hmm. cats are all very good I, I do love I do love cats all, all cats of all sizes I was going to say so like house cats or like wild cats or like yes <laughs> They're all good babies. And I mean, my family runs a cat rescue, so... (laughs) I spend a lot of time when I am visiting my parents taking care of many cats, including ones who do not like me. Oh, no. But that's fine. (laughs) They're cute and fluffy and so much personality, even if that personality is very often uh, a superiority complex. Just loud, angry hissing. They are allowed their superiority <laughs> complex because they are soft and fluffy. And superior. Yes, yes, they are. And they are they are very good assistants, no matter what my dad says about how Frisky is not helping me when I'm talking to her. Um. But, Corey, so them being cute and fluffy gives them permission to have superiority complex, right? Yes. What if there's a cuter, fluffier creature? Well, then that creature is also allowed to have a superiority complex. 
I don't understand. But who who's allowed in more? I don't think that's a question. They're both allowed. There's, there's not a question of more. It's more like a switch, not a dial. But what if there's superiority conflicts? Superiority complexes come in conflict. Well, then that's a discussion they're going to have to have with each other. It is not for me to get involved. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. So let's, speaking of woodland creatures, now that we've all gotten our favorite ones out of the way, let's make some. Oh gosh. Not just any kind of creatures, we need to make woodland creatures. Yes. Oh, uh, do we want to do, so Briar and Bramble is set in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we? It, it gives permission to not do it in the UK. Do we want to do the UK, or do we want to do somewhere else? I'll be completely honest. I am not a zoologist. I don't know what creatures live in which woodlands. If we want to just have a mythical woodland area where all woodland creatures live, that's fine with me. I suppose we should, at the very least, pick a biome. I figured the biome was woodland. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we wanted to change that. <laughs> Corey, if you want to play Swamp Thing, you can just say you want to play Swamp Thing. I don't want to play Swamp Thing. I do want to play a Swamp Hag at some point, but I don't think this is the game for it. Um, I have placed a list of uh, woodland animals in the UK for your perusal. This is very helpful. Thank you, Rose. You're welcome. Oh, they're so cute! <laughs> all of them. They are all adorable, and I love them. I mean, I guess we could do the Canadian wilderness, since two of you are from Canada. And Again, I don't know any wilderness in any country. Peter doesn't go near the woodlands. Well, maybe we should just stick to Watership Down, then. Although it's very similar, um, for the most part, to the UK. <laughs> like, the biggest the biggest difference I can think of is just the aggressiveness of raccoons. And badgers. Badgers are completely different. No, just... Are they? Yeah. I, mean, I guess, yeah. UK badgers meant- are cuddly and adorable. <gasps> no way! American badgers fuck you God, up. Oh my God, oh my God. True. I want to cuddle it. <laughs> Um, whereas like raccoons, raccoons in, in Canada, much like I imagine raccoons in America will just be like, Hey, Hey you, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Raccoons are scary animals. <laughs> Still cute, but uh, much like the moose, an animal that I will not fuck with. <laughs> the moose, the goose and the raccoon. <laughs> raccoons and I have an understanding. <laughs> I'm impressed. We're both thieves. I I will get with uh, going off of Rose's list here. Also gives me something to do and something to go off of when I uh, go and make NPCs. This is full of good babies. Feels just like any animal that has been featured in Narnia, except I guess probably a lion. Is fair game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like there's no lion Jesus here. <laughs> you're 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 sitting down, badly injured, and a lion just rolls up and it's just like you have been forgiven, child. And suddenly your wounds go away. You're just like, what the fuck? The lion Jesus is in the zoo in London. You're gonna have to go <laughs> save him. <laughs> lion Jesus broke out of the zoo. Oh, is it, so it's it's nearby where Winnie the Pooh is. Uh, so there are six steps to creating a character in Briar and Bramble. Step one, character concept. Each player should come up with a concept for their character and discuss it with the rest of the table. The This should include what sort of animal they are and a vague idea of how they fit in with the community. The example is, I really like the idea of being a well-mannered hedgehog who acts as the community's mayor. I like that the animals have created democracy. <laughs> I hope they haven't created capitalism. I was about to say. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I don't want to play that. Animal Farm. <laughs> we, we can say that our community has no capitalism. Hell yeah. Play of Animal Farm, and yeah, I don't want to play Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs> but what about Animal Crossing? That is... I mean, it depends. Is it a 
hit job on a certain raccoon or not? <laughs> no, the certain <laughs> raccoon is, is actually just, just chilling out and asking people for money. I guess not then. Character concepts are so hard because I feel like they're so tied in with the, the playbooks. Should we pick playbooks first? Or do you guys have concepts already? So I have a couple of different ideas. Mm-hmm. That depending on what other people want to do. Um, what are they? So one of them is like a, I, I could play a stoat who's like kind of fighty and vicious and like very defensive of the community. Or I could play a, like a small group of field voles who are like sort of gatherers almost. They're my two thoughts. Amazing. Those are both very good. <laughs> my concepts were like a possum swamp witch, basically. Maybe like a otter scout type. A dog that got abandoned by its owners. And then like a flock of uh, either starlings or crows. I'm probably going to lean crows because of who I am as a person. But <laughs> just like a terrifying hive mind of crows. And then I don't know, a bear. Just a bear. <laughs> Which, again, like, I, I was kind of saying this, I, I I just love how humans can't be harmed in this game. Mm-hmm. Humans are terrifying eldritch abominations. Yeah, you could be, like, a bear or a moose, and humans win, somehow. <laughs> there are more of them, and they have the bang sticks, and also fire. Oh, so we do want the bang sticks. Got it. If everyone's okay with uh, with firearms in this game. Yeah, I have nothing against including them. Yeah, like, that, that was the other thing I was asking. It was like, what technology level do we want? Like, what, what manner of traps am I putting out? I feel like at least, like, tractors and, and shotgun level tech. Like, 90s, 80s, somewhere in there. I don't know if you guys want uh, modern day. That's fine with me, too. Like, survivable for animals, but not, like, a stick in a box with a bunch of nuts underneath it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're only allowed box traps, Peter. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck getting out of them. I mean, surely you just need something that's bigger than the box trap was designed for to knock it over. Yep. Or to, like, chew through the string that is keeping the box trap like that is like the key to the box trap I guess so Kelsey do you have any ideas? Kinda I mean I I don't necessarily have a good description from the way you do but like uh, I did have like a few couple of different playbooks I was considering like which ones? like diplomat scout Maybe weird or hound. I think I'm leaning a little bit more diplomat or scout at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it's deciding. Yep. Oh no, decisions. Decisions must be made before the game can be played. Yeah, for <laughs> you guys. Yeah. I mean, you can't play the game by yourself, so yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what you think. I'm going to make my own little community of forest creatures. I look forward to the, the Just Roll With It episode that's just Peter playing uh, Briar and Bramble by themselves. Yep. No, I, it's, it's, I'm not even playing Briar and Bramble. I'm just describing a community of animals. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's just Peter uh, doing doing their best uh, Richard Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> and over here we see the, the flock of starlings. They seem to be talking to a badger. How fascinating. (laughs) Alright, so, step two. Picking a playbook. Apart from the hound, the animal a player has chosen to play doesn't decide the playbook. Nor does the playbook decide the animal. What a playbook determines is what sort of role the character will fulfill within the community. The playbook also decides a lot of other factors for a character, including a choice of tag to add to the community, a non-player character member of the community that represents the chosen tag, how large a harm clock the character has, and what moves that character will have access to outside of the basic move list. For instance, 
If I'm going to be the mayor, then I'm going to pick the diplomat playbook. I think I might go with my uh, stoked idea and be the guardian playbook. Nice. That's where I'm leaning. So, uh, the protector of the commune? Yeah. Of our our, uh, our arcano-communist animal commune? Yes. Hell yeah. Kelsey, do you have any playbook that's pulling you any which way? Um, I'm still between the two at the moment. Um, scout and hound, I think you said? Uh, scout and diplomat. In that case, I think I'm gonna go weird. I'm gonna be a uh, crotchety old possum <laughs> that sees things and gives advice to the community. Color me incredibly surprised. Hell yeah. <laughs> but what about your character, Corey? Wow! 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 I'll have you know that I am a human being. Thank you very much. At least I was the last time I checked. But you did not die in the crotchety <laughs> nope. old part. Look, I am ancient and forever. And I am... Well, I guess crotchety probably makes sense, too. I'm not gonna argue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand you a child to take care of one day and see how not crotchety you are. Uh, no, no, you're not, because children terrify me. So you want to be the hands-off aunt? Got it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna send them presents, and and that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Oh no, that leaves me. Okay. I think I'm leaning diplomat more. Alright. And oh gosh. Just looking through this page. Everything is adorable. But I saw the picture of the doormats on it and I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you are precious. <laughs> so I think I might do a, a doormouse. <laughs> doormouse. Diplomat. Adorable. I did get to um I did get to hold I think it was a field mouse mm-hmm. at one point. And they are so tiny and so soft. And I love them very much. Her baby. <laughs> it it was like it literally just fit curled up in the palm of my hand. Alright. So step three. Pick your start and move. Each playbook starts with one of its moves unlocked. The player can pick another move from the playbook to unlock straight away. Whenever a player levels up, they have the option to pick another move from their playbook. Oh shit, possums don't live in the UK. Fuck. They don't. No, it's fine. You. What happened was you were you were brought there to get to the zoo. and you Yeah, and I escaped. Yeah, which is how I know. An escaped zoo possum. I think we kind of... Accept that or make an exception. That's why you're the weird. Everybody's just like, yes. what the fuck are you? Exactly. I come from the lands beyond, and this is why I know things. Hell yeah. Ah, uh, yes. We call that the thingamabob. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me, child. Humans have great many terrifying objects, like a what's it and a who's a majig. <laughs> You might be familiar with the sticky and the scooper. This is a sticky scooper. Whoa. Amazing. All right. So we have to figure out our starting move, right? Yes. So, Corey, you start with a glimpse ahead and you pick one other move. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Do I want to be telling you all guys, like, all of you rambling stories? (laughs) Or do I just want to tell you to knock shit off all the time? This is the question. I think careful now makes the most sense for me. Uh, so when I advise against a course of action, I get to roll plus social. Have you decided on yours? Mm, I think I'm leaning for we're all friends here. So when you attempt to diffuse a tense situation within your community, roll plus social. How about you, Rose? Uh, I think I'm going for Bay of Fangs, which is uh, when you... In- when I'm attempting to intimidate someone, I roll plus fierce. Ooh, bitey stout. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next, assign your stats. Each playbook comes with one stat already at plus two. And players must assign the following values to their other stats. Minus one, zero, plus one. 
So one gets a minus one, one gets a plus zero, one gets a plus one. But one okay. just gets zero, but yeah. Yes. That's what I meant. Okay. Uh, I guess I better put something not the minus one in social if one of the moves that I took was social. <laughs> Damn it. Social is my plus two, actually. <laughs> my reflexes will be minus one then, because I'm old. These bones don't move like they used to. <laughs> That's what I'm putting a minus one in. Is it social? Yup. Nice. <laughs> I think my minus one is going in fierce. <laughs> we just like polar opposite characters. I am a small. <laughs> I am so small. <laughs> okay. It sounds like we all have our stats. What next? Step five, build your community. Each playbook has a choice of two tags that can be applied to the community. Each player should pick one tag from their playbook and add the chosen tag to a shared community handout that all players have access to. So I decided to just make a roll 20, since that's the easiest thing for us to use as a map and a community thing. Since we're all f- somewhat familiar with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So each playbook has two, two options of tags. Uh, let's go through them one by one. And give out some tags. Alright. So, let's start with... So, because I know if I pick the diplomat first, I'm going to get judged for for choosing somebody who's going to be like, wait, I don't want to go first. Alright, Rose. Yes. Your options are brave and protected. Brave is... This community is more willing to enter potentially dangerous situations. Your community move is knowingly enter a dangerous situation. Protected says this community has a designated protector who protects the community and makes it less likely that external predators will face the community head on. Community move, ward off external predators. See, I probably should go for protected, but I'm kind of leaning towards brave. Go with your gut. Uh... Okay, yeah, let's go with Brave. I, I, I think Brave is really funny, given that you're a stoat and you're the guardian. <laughs> I like to imagine that there's a bunch of other animals of like different size, and you're just like, Charge! Yeah. I have added Brave to our tag list. Nice. Alright, Corey, your community tag options are cautious and strange. <laughs> well, cautious countermands Brave, so I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. so strange. Uh, there's something odd about this community, and others can tell. Is that something odd? Just me? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Other communities are like, what the fuck is that thing? Is it my cloak made from a garbage bag? Maybe. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Amazing. Is it my little staff? That is definitely like a radio antenna snapped off of. I heard. I heard that a rat got too close to a radioactive area. <laughs> Are you just dressed in carpet? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. I know the ways of the humans. I know how to use what they make. Amazing. I will teach you. There's this group of frogs who just start spreading rumors about you. Just like I heard it was a, a rat that got too close to a nuclear waste facility. Yeah, well, frogs are bitches, <laughs> and we don't negotiate with terrorists. That's why. That's why they uh, they're the gossipers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Kelsey. Yep. Your options are friendly and leader. Well, since we already decided this is a commune, <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go with friendly. All right. This community is friendly towards other communities that it encounters. Community move, help another. <laughs> Which goes really well with strange, I think. Look, some people think helping other people is strange. We're really weird, but we just want to help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, is weird but nice not, like, the general uh, soft gay vibe here? Mm, well, I was yeah. thinking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but yeah, that too. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's TMNT works too. Trash gay vibes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Woo! So if we mash all these words together, does this mean we're a Brangely community? 
that could be our name. We could be the Brangely that community. Could be our name. That, that sounds appropriately. I mean, Brangely it sounds does. like it could be a UK place name. Exactly. It does. Brangely Shire. <laughs> yep, that, that definitely sounds like it would be a place. So we all make an NPC based on the tag that we made, we introduced, yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, Rose? I was not prepared for this. I can go first if you want me to. Uh, I might need a little time to think. Okay. Uh, in that case, I think... Uh, I'm going to need to pull up a name generator for this. <laughs> I am also looking through name generators, because I also need to... We also need to name yeah, our characters. Yeah, I haven't done that either. Um... No, me, me neither. Me either. And this fantasy name generator one is just word salad. Um, I, I've pulled up behind the name and just said it's English. That makes a lot of sense. I either want like a hedgehog or a rabbit. I'm feeling a hedgehog. I think there is a hedgehog in our community who... Uh, is attuned to the ways of nature, is a very, like, Beatrice Rabbit kind of uh, hedgehog. His name is Russell. (laughs) Amazing. And he is strange uh, because it's, um, his view on humanity is very, like, quaint and, uh, like, tea time, I guess, if that makes sense. Uh, strange because he doesn't really perceive humans as a threat. Maybe he was a pet at some point and was uh, either escaped or like left behind in a move or something. And yes, humans are very civilized. They feed you pellets and mealworms or whatever hedgehogs eat. They're definitely not going to kill us. I like to imagine that Russell has a teacup hat. Uh, I imagine Russell has a sweater vest. Ill set of pincez glasses <laughs> and a bow tie, but I don't know if this is quite that kind of book. Uh, it might be a sweater vest that, <laughs> that that's a little bit ratty from like the, the old owner made it. Yes, he insists on keeping it. Um, <laughs> it was like Russell. That thing's starting to smell. Please, please go clean it. He's like, listen, if I take this off, I can't get it back on. <laughs> I need help to put it back on and none of you are big enough or have dexterous enough fingers do you you see my hands do you know what humans have that I don't have opposable thumbs I can't put this thing back on this is why humans are so great they have thumbs they make sweater vests they have teeth they have a weird finger that lets them pinch things and Russell is great but also my character hates him (laughs) viciously yeah, Amazing. you're like, ah, yes, this is called a uh, a sipper. It's like, no, that's called a cup. It's like, shut the hell up, Russell. Russell, you don't know shit! <laughs> <laughs> I've lived among them. I have been transported hither and yon. I am from beyond the sea. Can you imagine a sea, Russell? You can't. Your mind is too tiny. <laughs> <laughs> and Russell, Russell just like does that like head, head, head forms into like, the shape of a C and it's like this is a C it's like shut the fuck up Russell <laughs> so much yes I have created Russell that is my NPC amazing <laughs> I can't believe you hate Russell Russell's just a precious little bit Russell's the fucking worst <laughs> <laughs> alright who's next so I think the NPC I'm going to make, I haven't thought of a name yet, but is is going to be a field vol forager who will venture like closer to human settlements or things like that um, than the rest of us necessarily might to try and find more food. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need to come up with a name. What's a good field vol name? Francis. I I don't know. I was kind of wanting to avoid alliterative names. <laughs> Fair. Damn. Clarice. Uh, they're going to be called Emerson. Emerson, Emerson is a good name. It is a good name. 
I should have made more space. But <laughs> it's I can read that. Hey, Rose. Yeah. What's the closest fish and chips place to you? Um. <laughs> hang on. Do you mean fish and crisps? Or like your favorite? No, crisps are different things. Uh, so the the closest one is called uh, Fryer Tucks, but the one we go to, or the one we order from, is called Rumbles Fish Bar. My character's name is Rumbles. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, Amazing. This, Corey, is, is yes. the garbage bag cape they wear a, a Russell's uh, takeout bag? Yes, it should be. Probably. A Rumbles yes. takeout bag. A Rumbles takeout bag? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A little bit fish uh, grease stained. Oh no. I love that. That's how I got my name. They had a different name for me at the zoo, but uh, I have discarded it <laughs> because I no longer am beholden to humans. That was my human slave name. Uh, yeah, my, my human captive name. Oh my god. And Russell just like, I like my human captive name. It's like, shut the fuck up, Russell! <laughs> go back and go back to the humans if you like them so much, Russell! <laughs> Russell does not deserve this. I hate him so much. <laughs> so, vole names. Or oh, no, we already have that. Never mind. Kelsey's NPC. Mm-hmm. I am just looking for a name. <laughs> Why are names hard? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a Pine Martin named Gabrielle, who is probably um, very playful, very outgoing, very just like extrovert type. They sound terrifying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There, cry. I made you. I made you some art for for rumbles. I am living for this art. It is so good. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. This is a masterpiece. I'll have a look in a sec. Also, I submit that "Shut the fuck up, Russell" should be some merch. <laughs> I am sure we can make that happen. I've just annotated the bit that I genuinely <laughs> cannot read. It, it very clearly says Emerson. I don't know why you can't read that. We have done this to ourselves. All right. And uh, finally, <laughs> step six, <laughs> relationships. At the start of the game, each player will assign the following relationship scores that their character has with has towards the other player characters. Uh, plus two for the one they know the bestest. Minus one for the one they don't know at all plus one for all other player characters, and plus zero for all NPCs. Can I start out with a negative one with Russell? I will allow it because we have discussed why you hate Russell. Fuck yes. (laughs) Russell doesn't deserve this. Oh, no, sorry, Corey, not a negative one. A plus one, that is negative. I don't understand the difference. Okay, so relationships with NPCs is a little bit different. Okay. Relationships refer to the bonds between the player characters and important NPCs in the game. Relationships have a tag associated with them based on the strength of that relationship. A relationship can either be positive or negative. A minus one just means you don't know this person. A zero, neutral, you have no strong feelings either way about this person. Plus one is acquaintance or annoyance. Okay. Either you like the person well enough but wouldn't consider them a friend, or you find them a general annoyance. This is fair. And then plus two is friendly, unfriendly, plus three is trusted, hated. So yeah, I have a plus one with Russell, except it's a, uh, it's, it's the rival. It's the annoyance one. One, not the friends. Plus one, annoyance. Yeah. Yeah. So how well do we know all of each, each other? Is the question. Hmm. Hmm. So it's a plus two for the one you know the best, and, uh... Minus one for the one you know the least? Correct. Also, have we come up with names for our characters yet? Uh, there's Rumbles the Possum. Okay. I, I know that much. I think I'm going to go with Nell. 
Nell the field mouse? Nell the dormouse. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize there was a difference. There is. Do you live in doorways? No, I live in trees. I don't understand why you're called a dormouse then. Because she's always sleepy. What does that have to do with anything? Because it's not spelled D-O-O-R, it's uh, (laughs) D-O-R. Oh, okay. Well, excuse me. (laughs) Uh, Possibly from Anglo-French dormouse, tending to be dormant, because they hibernate. Oh, that's why the dormouse was always so sleepy. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Animals don't make any fucking sense. Um, or it, yeah, it could Fair be enough. a combination of the Middle English compound of mouse, the noun, and the Middle French uh, dormir, which is uh, a, a uh, yeah, it means sleeper. So it's either a sleepy mouse or a dormant mouse. Aww. Apparently, the dormouse hibernates six months out of the year. Wish I could do or that. even longer if the weather does not become warm enough. Same though? I would like to sleep <laughs> six I months up the year. <laughs> so do we have to wake you up during the winter when we need to talk to people? Yo, no. Like, <laughs> fuck up. Come on. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, this is also like magic fan- pastoral fantasy England, so. Might just as well say, added the dormouse who seemed to be talking in his sleep, that I breathe when I sleep is the same thing as I sleep when I breathe. Nell, you're not making any sense. Let's go. <laughs> Nell, what the shit? You're asleep again? <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> Am I going to have to make you a uh, Nando's cloak? <laughs> My God. What now? A Nando's cloak. <laughs> Saying it twice doesn't make it any clearer. I don't know if I can explain. Uh, Nando's <laughs> is a, uh, a, ch- a chain restaurant, I believe? Yes. Um, okay. It's a, <laughs> a chicken restaurant. Yes. Primarily. Uh, and there's a lot of cheeky people there. And yes, one would go for a cheeky Nando's with the lads. <laughs> That's the only reason <laughs> I know it. Amazing. Uh, so we have Nell the Dormouse. Rose, have you chosen a name? Uh, yeah, I am Cassandra the Stoat. Cassandra? Oh, uh, pronouns? Uh, she, they, for Cassandra. Rumbles is they, them. I think she, her, for for me. Uh, So how well do I know you nerds? Uh, I think, so assigning bonds isn't like I give them a plus two, it's I have a plus two with them, right? Sorry? So if I'm assigning the plus two bond, that means I have a a plus two with them rather than they have a plus two with me. Correct. Okay. You know them the best. It doesn't mean they know you the best. Yeah, got it. Uh, So I I think I have a plus two with Nell and a minus one with Rumbles. I probably think Rumbles is very weird and avoid them a lot. (laughs) This makes sense. (laughs) And I'm possibly convinced that they will somehow, with their weird portentous nature bring doom on the community but I keep that to myself (laughs) this is fair I also think I know Nell the best because uh, you are a uh, a leader not the leader in this community which you often take a diplomatic (laughs) role so clearly you need my advice and I need to be Mm -hmm. hanging around you constantly to make sure you don't fuck up I need to tell you all about the humans and all about the world. Because clearly I'm the only one with more than one brain cell in this entire fucking operation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so that means I know you the least, Cassandra. That probably tracks. Also, I'll be completely honest. I'm picturing Emerson as, um, oh gosh, uh, not not Radagast. Radagast is from Lord of the Rings. The, the little mouse from Prince Caspian. Oh, what's his name? Reapy Cheap. Reapy Cheap, yes. Yes. I pictured Emerson as like Reapy Cheap, just walking around with like a pointy stick. I love that for them. Just like, face me, coward. Face me. They sound adorable. <laughs> they do. 
So we have so many smalls. <laughs> yes. We just need to have one giant fuck-off bear for all of us to travel on. <laughs> I will make an NPC that you can befriend that is a bear. Fuck yes. They're a little bit frightened of things. They don't fight well. And they definitely aren't our guardian, because the stoat is. Yeah. I think the bear more just takes pity on all of you, and it's just like, all right, get on. <laughs> then, yeah, I guess for mine, plus two to Cassandra and minus one to Rumbles, just because I feel like Rumbles is kind of newer here. I mean, they they did come from the land beyond, across the sea. <laughs> Not that sort of sea, Russell. Fuck you, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> How does Stop one come from across the sea? A sea is a letter. <laughs> Russell, shut the fuck up. Stop bullying those poor hedgehogs. But yes, I am an enigma. I am a mystery. No one knows. <laughs> I'm a hedgehog. Russell so much. So do I. <laughs> He's the only one that's nice to this poor hedgehog. Oh, I mean, I was doing an impression of uh, Rumbles. That's fair. Ah, uh, fair enough. Russell came straight out of like, um, <laughs> like Franklin the Turtle, yeah. or like Paddington, where it's just like, I'm a little hedgehog. <laughs> Russell was like some. Some little girl's pet. Oh no! And she loved him so much, but they like left him in the moon. Oh no! And oh god, I just love Russell so much. I can't wait to destroy him. Russell, <sighs> Russell shows up, and everybody's like, "Sir, you're in the wrong book. Which book do you belong in? You don't belong in this book." <laughs> And suddenly we have become page master. I feel like Russell is the sort of character who could, like, just sort of, without even noticing it, walk through the middle of a fight scene. Everything's going on around them, and they just come <laughs> yeah. out unscathed on the other side because they've got, like, their book, nose in a book or something. 100%. <laughs> yep. Or, like, walking through, like, a bunch of human traps, and the bear is just, like, picking Russell up and turning and putting <laughs> yes. him back down. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then Russell just turns around and sees everybody else like beaten up and is like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so we have, is it plus zeros with the NPCs? Correct. Except for Corey, who Except I never Corey. to have a plus one. With Fuck Russell. yes! <laughs> Even though Russell has done absolutely nothing to deserve this. Russell won't shut the fuck up. And that is a cardinal sin. Also, he said something mean about my trash cloak once. I've never recovered. He didn't mean it that Are way. Are you, you wearing garbage? And yeah, cut to my eyes narrowing and swearing vengeance upon Russell for all time. I feel like Russell's a he-him. Russell is, is, is the one token straight who's on thin ice. <laughs> mm-hmm. This tiny little himbo hedgehog. <laughs> Him hedgehog. Him hog. Him hog. I guess he's probably not a himbo because he's not strong or that stupid. He's just oblivious. But still. Alright, so it sounds like we've got uh, we've got relationships. What next? Uh, that's it. That's, that's <gasps> everything. Really? We don't have to make anything else for the community? No, that's everything, I think. Let me double check the community page. Yeah. Wow, that might actually have been, like, the most straightforward PBTA game character creation ever. Yeah. I'm shook. (laughs) Alright, so if we've got character creation done, what are we doing now? I do need to do some prep, and I needed the community before I could do any prep. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the least, just so I can figure out like a direction to go in. Like We had to do some play-in before I could find out what to do. And now I think I, I have a direction. I have some like, some places on the map to put in, 
at the very least. I don't know if there will be like a straightforward plot like with uh, a lot of other games as much as it will be like a little exploration game. Yeah. Um, I'm good with that. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I need to do actually is put where the community is on the map. So I'm going to put it right over here. Yeah, the in the farthest corner. Not in the farthest corner, but I'm supposed to put it like away, like towards the edge. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in the farthest corner from the NPCs. Did you yeah. come up with a name uh, for the community? Oh, I thought it was Bragley. Uh, Bragley. Rangely. The Brangely the uh, Anarcho Commune of Woodland Creatures. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Roll With It and the beginning of our Briar and Bramble arc. Briar and Bramble is a pastoral fantasy game by Freddie Taylor Bell and is available for purchase at drunkwizard.itch.io. We will also be running a giveaway for a copy of this game throughout this arc over on Twitter, and you can get a bonus entry if you can correctly guess our mystery animal. The hint for this episode is this animal can grow from 14 to 30 centimeters in its adulthood. If you want to get that bonus entry, uh, DM us what your guess is over on our Twitter page. Thank you to Rose for joining us once again. You can find her at Rose Artemis on Twitter, itch.io, and Twitch. Peter can be found at The Chaotic Super on Twitter, itch.io, and Patreon. Corey can be found at Tide on Twitter and The Invulnerable Tide on Instagram and itch.io or at theinvulnerabletide.com. And you can find me, Kelsey, at Islanders Caper, most places on the internet, or at kelseylynnclary.wordpress.com. Just Roll With It can be found at Roll With It AP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Redbubble. Just Roll With It AP on Twitch. And Just Roll With It on Coffee, where you can get bonus features and behind-the-scenes content. Our theme music is by HR41 on Pixabay. Join us next episode as the adventures begin for the Brangely community. And until then, don't forget to just roll with it.